staying consistent with your workouts and eating well while you're traveling, oh, this one's a doozy, isn't it? We've all been there. I've been there personally. There's so many factors that come into play. What kind of travel you're doing? Is it air? Is it road trip? Is it to a hotel? Is it to family? I mean, there's so many obstacles, schedule, routine, time and logistics and time change. I mean, there's so many things to think about, not even just during the trip, but to process before you travel. And since we're coming up on spring and summer and just more opportunities in general to travel, which is exciting and maybe a little nerve wracking considering maybe you've built some consistency in and you're worried about how you can weave that together. I thought this was a good time to dive into all things consistency in your journey while traveling. Workouts, nutrition, routines that make you feel like you, you know, those parts of your day or those things that you do for yourself that just kind of give you that sense of, oh, like I'm, I have space, I have time, I have room for me. All of those things that you've built in, how can you plan ahead and make sure you still have time for those and do it in a balanced way where it's not taking over your trip. Are you ready for this? We are getting into all the things with workouts and nutrition and mindset and routines while you're traveling today. So buckle up, it is about to be a ride. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies, 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency, and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen, and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. This week's five-star review says, I tend to err on the side of giving myself sometimes too much grace when it comes to my habits, which ends up feeling less like grace and more like laziness. I'm excited to fuse more discipline and intention into my health this year, and Liz will be in my ear along the way. Gosh, that's what we're here for, right? We know that there are two very stark ends of the spectrum. There's that laziness, that slothness, that we're giving in to all the things all the time and have no discipline. And then there's like crazy disciplined to an nth degree that's not sustainable. Neither are sustainable, but we want to find that healthy balance. And that's what we're here for. You know, that's how I live. And that's what we lead by. And especially on vacation, we want to stay near that middle, middle of the road. We're not given in to all the things and we're not getting obsessive about our journey and making it, you know, dominate our whole trip. So we're going to talk about how to stay center of the road in our vacations and our travel and our trips while we're on our journey and not having to give in all the time. So 
I'm excited. Let's dive into it. We're actually, as a family, coming up on a lot of travel over the next few weeks. And to be honest, since Royce was born, my firstborn, he was born three and a half years ago, we've been on a lot of trips, a lot of trips. I think he went on something like 14 flights in his first 12 months of life. Sounds crazy, I know, but between connections and we had like five or six, I think at least five or six, seven maybe trips this first year. So many airplane rides with a baby. So we had a lot of experience traveling with him. Obviously, 2020 and 2021, we barely traveled. I also had a newborn. But despite that, we still have traveled a lot over the past three and a half years. We've traveled with the whole family. We've done plane, car rides. We've done hotel trips. We've been to families' homes, to Airbnbs. We've gone for a few days to being literally gone for a whole month. So I feel like when it comes to traveling with kids, that side of things I definitely have experience in, but I've also been consistent through all of those trips and all of those types of trips. And a few of the more recent ones were even during phases of 75 hard. So how did I do that in a way that was sustainable and healthy and didn't just totally consume our whole trip? And how can you? The biggest key to this, and I'm going to start off with this, so you could even, I mean, don't end this episode because I'm going to give you so much goodness, but you could literally end the episode after this if you can fully embrace this. The key to staying consistent, no matter what area we're talking about, workouts, food, routines, is to think ahead. You have to prepare mentally and tangibly for your journey on this trip and not in an obsessive way but you have to be intentional about planning ahead. If you just let life happen to you, you're going to feel like your circumstances are running your life because they literally are. So same thing with this. When you're on a trip, if you just let life happen, if you just let your your schedule happen and you don't try to plug in certain things you do want to be intentional about, your trip is going to run all of it and you're not going to have time to be intentional about your health and your food choices and getting a workout in if you want to, okay? You have to to actually think and plan ahead. Now, first up, the mindset piece. You need to decide how you want to show up overall. It's really important that you think through this, like spend, it doesn't take long. Just say, okay, we're going on maybe a trip to Disney or we're going to see family and stay with family for a week. Whatever it is, you need to decide how it is you want to be showing up overall in your journey. Are you going to be totally relaxed in all the areas? And when I say areas, we're talking about workouts, nutrition, and your routines, your habits that, and and maybe that's like reading a book, getting up before the kids, you know, whatever it is, certain staples in your day to day that just make you feel good, make you feel like you, if are you going to be totally relaxed in all of those areas, or maybe in just one, or maybe in just two, are you going to have the same level of intensity for all three of them across the board? And you're, you're just going to hold yourself to the same standard you usually do. Are you going to have the same expectations for yourself around food? Or are you just going to totally let go and it'll be what it'll be? Are you going to have a few parts of your routine in place? All of it? None of it? You have to decide ahead of time. And you really have to think this through because if you don't, if you don't, you will be frustrated, disappointed, maybe not the whole time, but you'll feel those feelings come up if you don't set your mind ahead of time to how you want to show up. This is part of planning ahead. And I know it doesn't feel super tangible, but promise me it works and it's important to do. Like I said, we are traveling. um, We're we're going out of town soon and we're going to be gone for a while. And I've already done this. I already, okay. I actually kind of look a few months ahead and say, 
how do I want to be showing up in my journey? I do this even when we're not traveling. How do I, is it a more of a season of rest where I can just be more flexible with my workouts and not as diligent about nutrition? Or am I going to be in a season where I really do want to, you know, clamp down on things and be serious? Treat travel the same way. If you want to be in a vacation mentality, you know, that relaxed feeling and not work out at all and just eat whatever, that's fine. I'm not telling you there's a right or wrong way to do this, but you do what is right or wrong is that you just have to decide that that's going to be the case and have peace with that decision. I'll never tell you that one way is the right way, but I will challenge you to dig deeper if you do not have peace about a decision like that. Is it societal pressure that you're allowing to get to yourself? Do you believe for some reason you should be fooling letting go on the vacation, but that doesn't align with how you've been living and how you want to show up now? I mean, you have to really dig deep into this because, again, if we just show up to a trip or to vacation and we let loose and we're halfway through it and we go, oh, like, I did not want to feel like this. Okay, well, it's because you didn't decide ahead of time how you did want to be showing up. You need to address those things and then adjust your decisions as need be. And you'll have to pivot when you're there too. I mean, we we can't plan in our head and have it work out perfectly, right? But we can get a generic idea of how we want to feel about how we're showing up and then follow through on that. I wish I could give you like a, this is exactly how to do it. This is where you have to enact self-discipline and take the time to think about it. Take the time to decide what that will look like and then follow through. Okay. The next thing I want you thinking about is logistics. So now we're going to get a little more tangible. And I know this is what you're really here for. But again, that first piece is key. Thinking and planning ahead about how you want to be showing up. If you don't do that, the rest of what I say will not matter. Okay? Okay. So let's think about logistics. We're going to start with workouts here. (laughs) There's so many different things to think about when it comes to logistics, but every single piece of it can work in how you want to be showing up. So first, think, does your trip have a lot of physical activity already. Maybe, like I said, Disney World. Um, I don't think you need to be adding in any extra workouts there because I hear that you are walking so much at Disney World. Or are you going on a trip where it's just going to be kind of normal day-to-day life? And you, yeah, if you want to be intentionally moving, you might need to plan that in. Uh, You also want to think, are there, is there a gym, maybe at a hotel that you're staying at? Is there no equipment whatsoever? You're going to have to figure out no equipment type workouts. Are there weights? Are there people you can work out with, like family members that might want to do it with you? Is it going to be a solo show where it's just you being intentional about your workouts? Think about these things ahead of time, not just to mentally prepare yourself, but so you can actually also plan in your workouts. There's plenty of ways to work out without equipment if that's a concern of yours. So many different ways to do that. I often will do walks and runs. Again, our workouts though don't require any equipment because there's plenty of of ways to get a good workout in without them. And then also when it comes to workouts, I want you to think about your day-to-day schedule. Is it jam-packed with stuff from the minute you wake up till the minute you guys go to sleep? Or is it a more flexible schedule where you do have pockets of the day where you can work in 20 minutes or 30 minutes? Who is the schedule dictated by? Is it kind of out of your control or is it something where you can say, hey, we're going to do this at these times and I'm going to try to plug in a workout here, okay? You got to think about how is your schedule going to be day to day and where can you actually plan these things in and how can you be more flexible because we got to practice that as as moms. We have to practice that flexibility skill all the time, right? All the time, still learning. (laughs) I also want you to change your mindset around time that you need for workouts. And this is where, in my opinion, and from experience, 
when I'm traveling, I'm a lot less disciplined, not disciplined. I'm a lot less, my, my, my expectations are lower for what a, an effective workout is than when I'm at home. Because guess what? My priority, my, my number, well, it's never my number, number one priority, but it's not as high on the list of priorities as it is being present with the people I'm with on that trip. And you don't need 30, 40 minutes to get a good workout in. You can do 15, 20, you know, if, if it's not a day where you can get an intense workout in, but you have an opportunity to go for a walk, use the walk, okay? Will will your workouts when you're traveling be as effective as when you're at home? No, probably not, probably never. And if you've listened to any of the other episodes here, you know that that is not our aim. Perfection is not our aim. We do not need to have perfect workouts all the time to get results, okay? We don't. It's the same with our nutrition. We do not have to be perfect all the time to have a, a good journey that we're proud of and be proud of how we're showing up. Perfection is not required, especially when we're traveling. <laughs> and then one more concern that comes up a lot with travel and working out is the actual travel days. Whether you're road tripping or you're spending the whole day flying, you can work out before you go. If it's not too early in the morning before you leave, that's something I, that's usually my go-to. Uh, if our flight's not at like 5 a.m., <laughs> if it is, you know, I got to be a little more flexible. You can do squats or stretching or a quick exercise that gets your heart rate up, like high knees or whatever, when you're at road stops or if you're, you know, connecting between flights. There's lots of different options where you can just move your body. Movement's really good for our joints and for our muscles. So even if it's not a workout per se, you can do some movement that's still going to support your body. Or this is another one of my favorites, aside from working out the morning of travel, is to switch around your workout days to accommodate for a full day of travel. Rest is good. Rest is great. Um, In the past, I used to work out seven days a week with zero rest days. Not healthy. Our body does need rest. And now I'm at a point where I do usually, when I'm not doing 75 hard or something like that, I do usually just work out five to six days a week. And so I often, if we're traveling on a Wednesday, I would switch my usually Sunday rest day for Wednesday and I just wouldn't work out that day and it would be fine. So again, big thing with logistics around workouts is again, looking ahead at what the logistics are with equipment, time, schedule, people that you can work out with, um, and then figuring out how can I make it work? How can I plug it in and what kind of workouts will I be doing? Let's talk about nutrition next because this is another... I think probably one of the bigger things when traveling that can be an obstacle or a roadblock that is really, really hard to just take on. A few factors and questions to consider is will you be eating out most of the time or will you have access to a kitchen or meals you can be more in control of? You've got to think ahead about those kinds of logistics. When it comes to (laughs) a big concern that a lot of you in the community brought up, was getting tempted by quick carby foods or sweets that are all around when you're traveling, like in the airports or at ro- you know gas stations when you're making pit stops on the road or when you're actually at your destination and there. One thing you can do and one thing we do as a family often is bring our own food. We like to grocery shop if we're there and we have a kitchen. Control the meals that you can control. Breakfast is a meal that is a family we're almost always in control of because we're not out the door before breakfast most days. So that's something that if we aren't going to eat healthy the rest of the day, I'm going to control our breakfast and make sure we're getting fueled really, really well. And again, when it comes to nutrition, this is the biggest thing 
that I can encourage you in. And I wish I could just be a fly on the wall for you, buzzing in your ear every single time you need this reminder, but you do have to do this for yourself is engage that self-discipline muscle. When it comes to food, you don't have to completely deprive yourself of these treats that you don't usually get when you're with family or those fun meals when you guys are eating out. You don't have to deprive yourself of those. I enjoy those things on vacation all the time. When we go to um, the lake up in the Adirondacks with my husband's family every summer, they have these cookies that are literally the size of my head. I'm not kidding. And I love cookies. And I absolutely 100% enjoy them. Not the actual whole entire cookie, but like parts of the cookie every single day. Okay. I am not trying to be perfect when I'm on vacation or traveling or any of that, but I'm not going to live off of those cookies all day, every day, because that again would be going to the other end of the spectrum. That's just not healthy and it's not sustainable and I'm not going to feel great. (laughs) We'll talk about that in a second. But when we're talking about snacks, especially if you're road tripping or traveling and you're trying to plan out, okay, what can I bring? that will fuel us well, not leave me starving, not leave me, oh my gosh, I haven't eaten in hours and now I just want to eat all the chips and all the whatever. It's great to pair macronutrients at meals, but really especially at snacks so that hanger doesn't happen. So what I'm saying is there's carbohydrates, proteins, and fats and pairing those together so you can do a carbohydrate with a fat or carbohydrate with a protein or a protein with a healthy fat. Any combination of those three or all three together leaves you feeling fuller longer and will help with your energy levels as well. So just remember that next time you are packing for a trip or you're out to eat when you're traveling or you're you're stopping somewhere to grab a snack, try to pair those macronutrients together because it will help you with energy and just the hunger levels as well. So you're not as tempted to give into all the carby, you know, unhealthy junk food type things. Some of our favorite travel snacks include fruit. I'm not kidding literally any fruit and even vegetables, a lot of vegetables are very on the go friendly. And I know it's not like the first thing we want to turn to in life in general. And this is like kind of a life tip for quick snacks, but (laughs) there are so many fruits and vegetables that you can just grab and throw in your purse or throw in your bag and eat. No excuse there. So many of those things you can just grab and go. So lots of fruit. We love bananas, apples, Um, I'll throw like grapes or berries into like baggies or little Tupperware containers and just pack those and bring them and we'll eat those throughout the day. Carrots, uh, those little baby bell peppers, all the things are so good. We also love Lara bars, go macro bars. Those are great sources of carbohydrates and proteins and healthy fats. String cheese is really awesome. And then there's those like go packs of hummus or um, guacamole. Those are really, really good. And these are all really on the go friendly and healthy. They're closer to those whole foods. I do believe that it's, again, it's totally fine to enjoy things that you usually wouldn't enjoy food wise when you're traveling. Okay. I'm not about deprivation here. I'm not at all, but I'm also not about gluttony. I'll call it what it is. Something I heard once that stuck is that when you're in your hometown or with family or on vacation, being with those people you care about is not about the food. It's about the people. If we get in a mentality where we're consumed by the food that's there, or, oh my gosh, I won't get to eat this again for so many months, so I need to eat as much of it while I can, what we should, and we get consumed by like what we should have, or what we shouldn't have, or what we want more of, because once it's gone, it's gone, it steals our focus away from the memories we can make while we're there, okay? People are more important than the food. 
on our trip. Even though food on certain vacations is really, really, really good, it is more about the people and we need to fix our mindsets around that. And at the end of the day, this is just a little caveat here, a little tough love moment. You know if you're giving into those easy, comforting choices when you don't want to. You, you do deep down know that and it does create a feeling of uneasiness. So just recognize that. And it's a simple solution of just practicing self-control next time. So that doesn't happen over and over and over again. Again, I said it's simple. It's not an easy solution, but at the end of the day, you do know if you're giving in to those easy comfort choices rather than just doing what you know you should be doing. So again, if you're at peace, and this all comes back to planning and thinking ahead. I just got into a lot of nitty gritties about nutrition, but if you are totally at peace with being like laissez-faire with nutrition while you're traveling, great, do so like literally zero judgment. I honestly, I'm more flexible and less on it with nutrition when we travel, but I don't go ham on the sweets and the junk because honestly, it doesn't leave me feeling great. And I learned that the hard way. (laughs) I totally did. Like full transparency here. When I eat really, really junky on trips, I really don't feel good. And then I'm not fully enjoying being where I am. Okay, it affects my energy, it affects inflammation, my back issues get worse, I feel bloated. And at this point, having done that enough where I was like, I'm just gonna let go and be flexible. And that leads to me just being kind of lazy with my nutrition. It's not worth it for that extra few cookies or foregoing a normal serving of vegetables, like yet again, all day long. Okay, it's just not worth it for me. I'm speaking for myself, but learn from my mistakes instead of trying to make them on your own. Just, you know, that's why you listen, right? So it's okay if you choose to be completely, to to just completely let go around the area of nutrition, just be at peace. Again, be at peace with the decision. That is the biggest thing that I want from you is to be at peace with the decision you're making and how you're approaching your journey, workouts, nutrition, and routine when you travel. And if you're not thinking ahead, you know, all this goes out the window and none of what I'm saying matters. So there's that. Let's talk about routine, day-to-day schedule. And we talked about this earlier, but your day-to-day schedule when you're traveling, is it packed full of things from wake up to going back to sleep? Or is it flexible? And there's some gaps in there where you could work out for 20 minutes. And who is it dictated by? Are you in control of what the agenda is? Or is someone else genuinely in control of that? And you just have to kind of figure out what's going to work and what isn't. Also factor in time changes. Okay. It affects sleep. And with kids, this can make things really, really hard. Personally, 90% of our travel is to different time zones because we live on the West coast right now. And it's simply just speaking from experience. It is simply a matter of making time, even if I'm tired, because for me, the pros of following through on intentional movement for me outweigh the cons almost every time, even if I'm tired. And usually yeah, when we're going from like the West Coast to the East Coast, I do sleep in for a few days because it it's hard for my body to adjust to that time zone change, but I don't use it as an excuse to just not work out at all the whole time. And that's where you, again, have to do this gut check. It is a simple solution of saying, I can do 20 minutes. Here's time. I'll get up 30 minutes earlier. Boom. Got it in versus just not following through at all the whole time and feeling frustrated at the end. Okay. Tough love there because I care about you. And I want you to just start being honest with what does frustrate you? Are you holding a certain expectation around your journey that's not sustainable? Or 
do you know what you can actually fit in and are capable of and you're just not doing it? There is totally a difference and there's totally a way to approach it and fix that, but you have to figure out what that is and be honest with yourself. Okay. Ooh, a little sidebar there. Something else that came up was feeling like time for yourself, whether that means some time alone when you're traveling or time to work out, whatever it is, is disrupting to other people. Okay, this is a much bigger issue that's rooted in mindset. Time for your health is not selfish. What is selfish is when it isn't communicated. When you want to work out and you spring it on people last minute, that's selfish. In my opinion, it's also selfish if you're not planning ahead when you want to work out, how much time you need, and you're pivoting last minute and constantly making other people adjust to fit your schedule. Yeah, that is selfish. But Overall, in general, taking time for yourself when you're traveling, if you want to be working out, it is not selfish to carve out 20 minutes to go do a workout or asking family if they want to come do one with you or saying, hey, mom, you want to hang out with the kids for a few minutes so I can go work out for like 20 or do you want to go on a walk with me? We can just work out together. None of that is selfish. If you are just communicating ahead of time and planning ahead, again, it goes back to this foundational thing I talked about at the very beginning. You need to think ahead. You really do. So get this out of your head that it's disrupting to other people. I know it's hard as women because we put others before ourselves all day. And that makes that belief that it is selfish rear its ugly head even stronger when we're on vacation or a trip. Because even then it's like, wait, it's way more about us being together and us having this time and I shouldn't make it about me. But you've got to get grounded in reality. Self-care doing something, which is doing something to take care of yourself, as long as it is communicated and planned ahead is not selfish. And that brings it all back yet again to planning ahead, having forethought, making decisions ahead of time of how you're going to show up and how you're going to make it work. All of this helps you foster healthy expectations instead of going in like a chicken with your head cut off, hoping for the best. We don't want to do that. That happens enough in other areas of life. Don't let it happen happen in your journey when you're traveling. Making decisions about your workouts and your nutrition and your routine ahead of time allows you to communicate a plan. It allows you to factor in logistics that aren't part of your usual day-to-day when you're at home because things are different when we're on the road, so we have to factor those in. And when you're doing things ahead of time, it allows you to factor those logistics in. And it also keeps you grounded in reality with what expectations to have for yourself. So I don't care if you're a spontaneous person, and if you don't don't like planning, if you don't want to feel frustrated in this area when you're traveling, you need to think ahead. At the end of the day, that is the key to staying consistent while you're traveling. Like I said, we're heading out this weekend, so follow along as I show you this in real life. Again, it is not perfect, but I do absolutely think ahead. I walk the talk. I'm consistent while we're traveling, and is it to the level of workout intensity and nutrition discipline and structured routine that I live out day-to-day at home? Absolutely not, because like anything else, there are seasons to be more disciplined and seasons to be more relaxed. Vacation is one of those more relaxed seasons for me, I think like any other normal human being, but I do not let go completely because that's also not healthy. If you've got a trip coming up and think you know what usually trips you up in your routine and in your consistency, let's dig into that and come up with a plan to be consistent in a realistic, balanced way. 
My weight loss kickstart sessions are created to dig into whatever it is that holds you back. And we can absolutely game plan for your next trip or your next vacation. You will walk away with a custom kickstart habit tracker so you can track your progress and your growth with the one habit that will help you stay consistent while you're traveling. So head to the backslash coaching to book that right now before you travel. Okay, let's plan ahead. I'm here to walk you through that so you don't have to figure it out by yourself. And I'm also here to show you that consistency and traveling can go together. You can weave them together and still feel balanced. You don't have to be obsessive over it and you don't have to let go completely and be frustrated about showing up that way. There is an in-between and you can live that out. Let's get after it. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.